0: Hey everybody, and welcome to The Void, a show dedicated to filling the void between being an employee and becoming self-employed. Most people refer to starting your own company as taking the leap, as if they are blindly jumping off a cliff and into the unknown. This show is here to help show you that it doesn't have to be that way at all. I'll share with you the process that I used for starting my company, and you too can be on your way to starting your very own service-based company. We'll work through some common issues that are preventing you from starting your own company and fulfilling your own true potential. As always, if you like what you're hearing on the show, please do us a favor and help share the void with somebody who might also be wanting to start their own company. We saw an opportunity to help others understand that self-employment is well within your reach. Just as our businesses have grown organically and by word of mouth, we want this show to grow the same way. And it takes two things for that to happen. We have to put out great content and you have to help share our valuable message. We know that many of you out there are on various uh, social media groups for your various trades and skills and crafts and uh, Facebook groups, for example, are begging for this kind of information virtually every day. So if you see somebody on one of those groups asking questions about starting their own business, please do us a favor and drop a link to the show. With me today is David Hilton. I am Mitch Smedley by the way. And Mitch. With, with me today is David <laughs> Did you Hilton. You forget that key? I, I that, almost okay, forgot man. it. Almost forgot it.
1: It's uh <clears throat> it's nighttime right now so good evening. Yeah, good yeah. evening. Yeah. We haven't, yeah. We've we haven't done, recorded any episodes in a little bit. We've done you morning, know? we've done evening, we've, man, we've done everything. We've been all over the map. Yeah. We've been all all over the map. Marcus.
0: Yeah, what's got, going on, man? How's we, it going everybody? We got Marcus behind the camera. Behind. Always the camera. heard Never seen. Yeah. Never, 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 <laughs> never seen. <laughs> Everybody doing good though, yeah. right? Yeah, we're doing good. Everybody's moving forward. <laughs> moving forward. So, in the last episode, we talked about LLCs and S Corps yes. and uh, key performance indicators and tracking. Great episode. And we also talked Great about episode. stop trashing your fellow tradespeople,
1: even though. I used to like to do that. Yeah. I didn't
0: say that in the other episodes. It, it's, yeah. it's hard not to, but yeah, I mean- it is. We got to gotta not do it, so- You,
1: you have to be professional, yep. like we've talked about, and not do it. So, so, uh, and if you it, haven't listened to that episode- Yep, that's going to be episode six,
0: so- um, <clears throat> Yes, episode six. Uh, any Any questions about the episode six before we get into today's work?
1: No, but I would like to go over the episodes that- That we've done so far. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So, uh, you know, we did, episode one was really the why um, and the vision of what you want your company to be. Right. You know, and then we have the preparation adversities. So, and and we broke that down into three. The the first one was personal finance prep, and that's actually episode two. Mm -hmm. And then we did the second uh, preparation adversity and that was business finance preparation and that's episode three yep. and then the third preparation adversities adversity is episode four five and six now and when you go on to youtube and watch those it says one of three two of three three of three yep. okay that's that's what that is and mitch put that on there which was a great idea mm-hmm. to to kind of take away some of that confusion. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of those a lot
0: of those episodes are also titled core episodes. Yes. Those are some foundational yes. episodes. Yep. Yes.
1: And then we're gonna start on the beginning adversities in this episode. This is episode seven. So it's beginning adversity number one, but it's the fourth step mm-hmm. in our plan, which is community involvement work. Okay. Number five, wake up, do the work, repeat. That's gonna be episode eight. And then Six is going to be evaluate performance, make adjustments, and improve. That's going to be episode nine. Episode nine. So, is there anything you want to say about about that?
0: Um, well, by now there may be a lot of guys that have some questions that you would like to email into us, and um, we will open up that email. We're
1: working on that email right now.
0: It's it's <clears throat> in place. However, we're going to drop that email towards the end of episode nine. We want you to get through all of the core adversities before you send in your questions so if you have them that's fine just write them down and jot them yeah, down write
1: them down keep track of them and then and by then the time you get through nine gonna go feel through free to, to shoot us a message yeah. yeah
0: so and um you know, as we're new into this, we don't know how much that's going to take off. So we're going to do our best to get to every single yeah, one we of them. Yeah, don't know but... if there's
1: going to be two questions, if there's going to be hundred questions. Right,
0: right. If it ends up being two thousand questions, it might be a little difficult to get to a. Month. Listen,
1: if there's two thousand, I will go through as many as I can. Right, because to be honest, I like per you know personal interaction between people. Right, that's why I like doing this show too. You know, I will go through as many as I can. If there, if it is a crazy number, Mitch is just going to be sending them to me all the time. Hey, yep. dude, get after it. I don't know what to tell you. Good luck.
0: All right, so um, um, we are ready to dive into community involvement work. So yes, um, what episode is this? This is episode seven. Episode seven. Yep. So step four. The main thing the main thing that we're gonna talk about today is the dichotomy between taking care of your community while growing your business at the same time.
1: Do you know what dichotomy means? Because I don't.
0: Please break but, it down. Do bro. you uh, if you don't have the <laughs> definition right there, oh, I'm gonna
1: kill you. Well, I'm gonna I, roast you in front of all <laughs> whoever is freaking watching right now. No, we're golden. Okay.
0: Okay. We've we've I know completed the prep means. steps. I know but if I'm, I'm prepared. No,
1: I I mean oh man, I thought I was gonna hammer his ass.
0: So So a dichotomy is when two different things can be true at the same time, okay? So most people, they think, you know, oh, I got to get my business off the ground and then I'm going to do some community work or some charitable work. You can actually let those play hand in hand and do them at the same time. And so by the end of today's show, you're going to learn exactly how to do that. Um, So we're talking on the, the first beginning step. This step is after you've already started your business and um, uh, we're talking community involvement work. So let's get your mind frame right here for a second. Have you ever heard someone talk about how they wish they could donate more money to charity or wish they could do more for the community? Most likely you have. Those same people are also the same people that would say something like, if I had a million dollars, I would for sure give 10% to charity, no problem. But I'm not so sure they would. A lot of people talk to hear themselves talk.
1: Well, and a lot of people have goodness in their heart that they think is there. And then when they actually have to sit down and write that check, it's hard. It is hard.
0: It is hard. $100,000 is a lot of money. Damn right, right it is. So if you have bestowed a million bucks somehow and and you want to give 10% to charity, that's grand.
1: That That's tough. First off, if you, I, if you have said that ever to someone, said, hey, man, if I had a million dollars, I would give 10% away. We've all said it. it. Listen, if you've said it and then that happened and you won some lottery, do it. Yeah. Do you know how many people you can help with that? Right. If you give that to childhood cancer... Right. Do you know what they could do with that money? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. So if you've ever said that and then, and that then it happened happens. to you,
0: you should do it. Yeah.
1: They're probably not listening to this podcast, but I want people to know my heart. Get, get your money out there.
0: Right. Right. So the, the point of this is like, if you're not giving 10% to charity right now, then you're probably not going to give 10% to charity later. If you're not willing to do the habit when the amounts are small, then you're probably not gonna do the habit when the amounts are huge. So I want you to slow down and think about a few things for a minute. You at this point in the process, you've crested over from preparation to beginning steps. So, you know, right now you're reading on hearing all this before you've started your business, but think ahead for a second. Well, say
1: say someone has
0: um, or maybe you've already started your business and,
1: and, and they did say, they maybe you've did been those in business for a year three. before you found the show. So say they did those first three and now they're like, okay, I did guys. I, I listened to the first six, six episodes, episodes, three steps and I did them and mm-hmm. I'm ready. And I, and now say they waited to listen to this episode, right? You know, and now they're, they're prepared and they're ready to go. And they're like, okay, what am I going to do first? What's going to be the most important to right. start right off the bat? And right. that's
0: what we're getting into right now. So, yeah, it's, it's time to step back and try to understand the power of what we're building here, what you're building here. Um, it's my personal belief that all good businesses have a moral and ethical responsibility to provide for their community. All businesses will do this in different ways, however. You know, a restaurant, for example, they may occasionally offer their meals to members of the community who are in need. Or they may also offer, you know, some form of a disaster recovery. You know, maybe they put together some box lunches for. Some flood victims down by the river that's or... That's good stuff. You know, a tornado strike... We're in the Midwest, so yeah. maybe a tornado strikes across town. And there's
1: and there's barbecue joints in our area. I'm not going to list any of them,
0: yeah. but they do that. Yeah, they'll put together some box yeah. lunches for some victims They of, take
1: a trailer to the area yep. and, and, you know, they feed the uh, medical and the emergency workers yep. for free. yep. So... You know?
0: Um, you know, maybe a furniture company may hold a furniture drive to round up pieces for donation or a grocery store might set up an arrangement with a local food pantry. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways to do this. Um, you know, how many times have, have you heard about your local restaurant? Like we just talked about, um, you know, donating 500 box lunches to emergency workers or people, you know, first responders or whatever. So, um, not all businesses are in the position to offer their day-to-day services to the community so like a mortgage company for example they can't really donate mortgages to the community no so you know
1: <laughs> i mean they could they could pay someone's house off maybe you know but but that's not what we're talking about here. right
0: right so you know these these companies aren't exempt from the morality of giving back to their community uh, they just need to do it in a different way. You know, maybe they're at, maybe they're volunteering with the local restaurant to help deliver those box lunches. Or maybe
1: the restaurant doesn't have the money to do that and they're and they're paying the restaurant maybe, yeah. to
0: do it. Maybe they're kicking the money to the restaurant yeah. and the restaurant's donating the time yeah. and the, the Hey, we'll pay for the, the resources to prepare the we'll food. We'll
1: pay for the hard costs. Yep. You guys pay for the man labor and right. we'll do it together. Right. And there's nothing wrong with uh partnering up uh, with other businesses, you know, in your area, and saying, "Hey, man, what can we do?" Yeah, you know, yeah, can we go out and uh, maybe have a fundraiser? Right, you right. know, we'll provide the food, you pay for the food, we'll do all the manpower. If any of your employees want to help with the manpower, we would accept. You know, accept that. Right, maybe they're they're willing to do that. The point is, all of that energy and all of that effort and all of that money brings awareness to your business, Mm -hmm. awareness to your community, that you're not just there to make money, that you're there to be a part of that community. Mm -hmm. And that is what is very valuable.
0: Yeah. So, so we first have to understand that every business has an obligation to look out for those in their community. There are people in our community that are disadvantaged in some way or another, and it's, it's the responsibility of those who have to help look out for those who don't have. Um, your business, as, as this podcast is kind of geared towards service-related businesses, um, your business needs to do very much of the same. You have one key advantage, however. You probably already know the service that you can provide to the community. You know, if you're an electrician or a plumber or an HVAC repair person or a handyman or a general contractor, you can provide your day-to-day services yeah. for the community free of charge.
1: And listen, that's that's not a big hit on you either. No. It, it's kind of easier for guys like that to to do those things. You know, hey, yeah, it's really easy for me to give away two service calls a week. Yeah. That's, dude, you're talking nothing. Yeah. In the grand scheme of the uh, of what happens in a year, two calls a week, come on. Right. That's not a lot of money.
0: Now, it can be a little scary, especially like you're starting your business and here we are like, you know, we're going through this podcast before you've probably started your business or maybe you recently started it and now you're talking about like donating some time, right? You're, you're hardly making ends meet as it is and now you're wanting me to donate time. But I can promise you that you will never regret a single hour you spend no. donating your time, talents, or resources back to the community. No.
1: And listen, if he's not telling you, you have to um do that. It, it, if you're a one man shop and you're rolling hard and you're working hard and you've you don't have you don't think you have time for that, but you want to do something, you can always donate money.
0: You can. You know you what can. I mean? It, yep.
1: It is more personable for you to donate your time, right? You know, but w- but when people see you write a check, that has a lot of impact as well. Yeah, it it really does. And yeah. then maybe maybe the next year after you have some guys, yep. you can do that. But there is, if you're part of the chamber or which you should be, mm-hmm. okay, you should be part of your chamber of commerce. Um, when they when people in that group see that you've written a check and you're just you know, you say, hey, I don't, I don't have time to do that, but I'm willing to put some money up. They're like, oh, right. Thank you. Right. You know, and, and it means a lot to them that you're willing to do that. Yeah. Even if you don't have the time.
0: So the reason we're bringing this up and the reason we've made an entire episode dedicated to just this is because unfortunately most businesses are so focused on profit that their community sacrifices. And they don't realize what they're really missing with it. So um, people have this overt vision of a successful business one day participating in yeah. charity work. And you know most dream that you know I'll make it big one day and then I'll be able to make a big difference. Um, but, but you don't realize that if the habit is to be there when you're big, the habit needs to be there when you're small. You
1: need to start. If you think it's in your heart to do it, it's easier to start small Absolutely. than when you're big. Yeah. Make the commitment to do it. Right. So Don't be soft about it.
0: Community work, as, as pertains to business, is usually very, quote-unquote, iffy, right? And yeah. what, what I mean by that is, we'll, we'll, we, uh, we hear this often, all the times, companies will say that they'll consider charity work towards the end of the month if it's been, you know, if they have the time, if they have the money, if they have the resources, if it's been a good month, and all of this stuff. And, and the problem is they put so many ifs in front of actually doing it that it's so iffy that it's probably never going to get done. And if you, yeah. if you put anything on the back burner like that, it's not going to get done. So for you to fulfill your moral obligation as a business, you need to make it a habit from your very first month in business. So for those that are listening to the show that haven't yet started it, Plan on doing something your first month in.
1: Let's talk about before we get too far past that. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the real. Um, I don't want to say meat and potatoes, but I'm going to say it. Um, when you do those things, that's advertisement.
0: It can be okay.
1: It's and it's not. It it sounds bad for you to say, "Oh, I'm doing this for advertisement, and I want to look good in my community." Okay, but it's hand in hand. When you when you give from your heart and you dedicate your time and your money, people see that. Yeah, and and they know that you're a good business. Yeah, and they want to give you a chance to move forward, and that is advertisement, even though it's not advertisement. I would call you know what it.
0: I, mean? I would call it more mm-hmm. of a. Uh you're making an impact on a group of people that will give you a very good r- word of mouth referral. Yeah. Not necessarily advertisement as much, Hey, but
1: r- Word of mouth referral is advertisement. It is, it is. You know what it I mean? Is. I, I, and when I say, I, I do this all the time now, I don't understand why, <laughs> but when Air I say advertisement, I don't mean you're taking an ad out.
0: Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Right, it's, it, it, as we're gonna talk about this a little bit more uh, later, your business will grow when you do this, but that can't be why you do it. You need to do it it because it's the responsibility Um, of your business to do. Yes. So just know and be prepared that your business will grow because of it. Yes. So, um, let's, as we've done with a lot of this through a lot, a lot of the other parts of the show, we're talking about things, but then I'm also going to give you some examples of like how I did it when I started our company. Um, When I was planning our business, I wanted to make sure that community involvement was part of our monthly routine. Um, I made this matter very important to myself and my business. I watched other companies wait until the end of the month with all those ifs and mites and maybes, and ironically, they just never had the resources to get it done. And These are multimillion dollar companies that would not find a way to take care of their community. Um, and, and so I saw how all of those decisions ended with little to no community work each month. And so I made the decision that that would not be the case for our company. So, um, again, it was a decision, a conscious decision to make community work happen every month. And in order to make it happen every month, I wanted to happen. I wanted it to happen at the beginning of the month not the end of the month. I didn't want it to be risk of, oh, we got busy and we didn't have time to do it. So this developed into a program that we called Family First. And we kind of share about this program using the hashtag Family First. Um, but, But our view was that we would serve our community really well and we view our community as our family and family comes first. And ultimately, this evolved into the mission statement for our company. Um, we have a mission statement for our company, and that mission statement is to serve our community so well that we may be able to—I'm sorry, I, I said that wrong. I was say, read that again. To service our community so well that we may be able to serve our community in return. And so um, this is such an important thing to us that I had a big uh, picture made of our uh, mission statement. And this hangs in our office. Dave, it's- Is it
1: is this what's over here? Yep, yep. Okay, so no, I, I got you.
0: I got it leaning over here against the wall. And this thing's, this thing's kind of big, so it's going to be weird to see it here in the podcast. Damn it, bitch. <laughs> Shit! It's- uh, Got it. I it's got huge. It. I got it. I got it, dude. And you I got, got your crazy boom mic in the way. Hey, don't judge
1: my boom mic. If but, it's bigger uh, than yours, don't be jealous.
0: You know, that so I had that made and it hangs in our office and it's got our mission statement keep going on on it and everything else. But <laughs> can
1: you see that okay, Marcus? Keep going down. Down, bring it down a little bit more. Oh, you're killing me, bro. I want them to see the
0: There we go. Yeah. Okay. There we go. So um you know our mission and the community work is so important to us that that's one of the few pieces of anything that hangs in our office. All right, you can put that away now, Dave. <laughs> Thank you, man.
1: Now listen, I wanna say, um, just real quick, um, you wanna take it, Marcus? I wanna say, just you know real quick, um, so when we did this and we started this, um, we didn't wanna like push any of our businesses on the podcast but I told Mitch that I thought it was really important to do that Yep, because it just it shows it's a great example of of what you should do thank you Marcus Um, and, and I wanted to do that even though you know it doesn't benefit me right I, I think it's very important and I and I love it right when you when you had that out and I and I saw that first Facebook post you know a couple of years has it been two full years
0: no, not quite. Eighteen months. Well, nineteen but, months. But
1: then that wasn't right at the very beginning, was it? Or no, just maybe like a month in.
0: So I had that made like two or three months after into business. I, like, I thought so.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was blown away, and I wish I, to be honest, I'm a little jealous when when I started my company, I didn't, I didn't do that. Right. And I thought, man, if I, man, that's such a. It's just a. It's a humbling thing when you see other people donating to their community. Right. And it's very important. And, you know, we talked about it before this show. Hey, you know, no, we should we should talk about it and we should yeah. point it out. Yeah. And, and I just, I commend you on that. And th- I'm not kissing Mitch's ass, okay, because <laughs> I don't have to. I, it, If you're starting your company and you do something like that, thank you. Yeah. Good, good on you. Right. Okay, it, good on you. you it, and if this is an inspiration... For you to give back to your community, great. I'm happy, right? You know what I mean. I'm happy. I'm glad that you know that that if you're inspired, you took it and ran with it. Yeah. And I don't mean to babble on about it, but I just, it's very important to me personally.
0: Right. Right. So, so not to interrupt what you were talking about. You're fine. You're fine. Um, what our program is, the way that we decided we would give back to the community is we identify people in our community who have necessary plumbing repair needs but who simply can't afford them. And we block out our schedules on the first business day of every month and we schedule these customers just as we would any other customer and we go to their homes and we make these necessary plumbing repairs absolutely free of charge. Um, it, most, It's great. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Most of these people are incredibly grateful for the work that we do. Um some some personalities take a little bit longer to comprehend the value of what they're receiving. Some people But that's it, not why you're doing it. No, no, right, right, you right. Know? You're um, just doing
1: it and you're glad to do it.
0: Yeah, I'm just giving people a heads up like if you're going to do something similar to this, some people gonna are going to be There's going to be some in, struggles. Yeah, some people are going to be grateful. Other people are almost going to seem like they're taking advantage of you, but Do it anyway if you've committed to do it. Well, and I don't think they're really taking advantage of you. I think some people are so afraid of scams and weird things in this world that they're, they just, it takes longer for it to hit them that, holy cow, I just got this stuff done for free. Our
1: litigious society has really ruined a lot of the great things that people do. Yeah. You know, and it, it, and you just need, like Mitch said, you need to be prepared for those things.
0: Yeah. So in the first six months of our business, um, we only had one plumbing truck on the road, and I was the one running that plumbing truck. We had super pre- Mitch. We had performed. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> we had performed fourteen thousand dollars in plumbing repairs for the community at no charge.
1: Hey, man, that's great. Yeah, so that is great. Some
0: houses received minor repairs like new toilet flappers, or you know, we augered a clogged toilet or something yeah. like that. Dumb stuff
1: that, you know, a little old lady to. To her, that's a big... To me, that's not a big deal. Right. Because I can do it. Right, right. But to a little lady that's on her own, it, yeah. it's a huge deal. Well, and... Even though it doesn't cost you any money, it's still a huge deal.
0: Right, right. You know, some homes received repairs of broken, you know, pipes or new water heaters. So um, the the key things that we... The key metrics that we held for our program was they had to be <coughs> necessary plumbing repair needs. And uh, any, any person that signed up for that program... When we left their house, their house needed to be sanitary, safe, and usable in regards to plumbing. Um, so that that was kind of our boundaries for the program. We've met some great people through the program. They're, they're some of the nicest people we've ever met through that program. It's kind of neat. And so, listen,
1: let's. I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to say something. Um, when you do those things for someone, you expect nothing. Okay? Correct. But when that person or family tells ten other people, that's advertisement. Okay, it and is. you're not doing it for that reason, right? Okay, a lot of those, if you go to, they don't say anything to anybody because they're ashamed that right. they couldn't pay for it, and that's no advertisement, right? But there is a very, there is a huge benefit to your soul and the way you feel. And what happens in your community, and there can there is a small benefit of to your company, right? As so, well down the road, and and that's not why you're doing it, right? And I understand that, and I I just want to make sure people know that there is a benefit, but that's not why you're doing it.
0: Yeah. So you, you got. Know? So,
1: that's not why Mitch started
0: doing that. Right. Dave keeps mentioning kind of the advertisement word. And, and in business, you've got three different ways for people to understand or hear about your company. You've got advertisement, you've got marketing, and you've got branding. Yes. Um,
1: okay. We're going to break it down a little. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think so that's good.
0: This is more of like a branding thing, right? You yeah. You are setting your brand. Your brand is like your MO. It's, it's how you operate. And this is more of a brand. You're going to be, nobody else does this in town. No. And, and I'm not saying that's a brag. Would, I'm saying there may for, be, a,
1: there may be one, say there's 20 guys in the town. Maybe one guy, other guy does not
0: Maybe. And, and you know. and if they do, it's going to be like they waited until that opportunity came to them and they yeah. just accepted it. I can guarantee you, yeah. nobody is proactive like we are yeah, step about out. seeking people out. Ste-
1: step out and do it.
0: Right. And so that has developed into our brand or in your brand is like your character. It's a business. And so, our brand is, we take care of our community. And and people that can afford to pay, they pay us. And people that can't afford to pay, well, we still take care of them. Yeah. And so and that's huge. Um, some of the customers that we've served through this program have went on to regain their financial footing, and they still call us out to their home, and they now they pay us for service. And that's that's
1: part of the... I mean, it's, it's I'm going to do it again. Yeah. Advertisement.
0: Branding. <laughs>
1: Branding for Mitch. But you know what? You've gained... You've gained a customer for life, right. and, and you didn't even mean to do it, yeah, yeah. By being a good person, yep. You know, and like I've said this before on this show, I'm not a yin and yang guy. Hey, man, that stuff comes around.
0: It does. It does. You know, we've we've had other customers that uh, that have needed a little longer to regain their financial footing, and and we we have some that probably never will, but we've revisited their home you know another time or two or three times helping additional them helping yeah. them out so um, one of the key things that we do though is we never question their position or or why they need you just our help do it. that's not our job you're saying you just do it we are simply happy to be in the position to help them so it's yeah. not like we have this formal application process and you have to show that you're poor or some something like that it's not you that at all just do it literally how we get this well i'm going to go over that later about how we get that work um so as as we were putting all this together we knew it would be good but we didn't really know how it would be good um the decisions that led to us creating the mission statement that we launched our business with and that we created this family first program we weren't prepared for how well the community would respond to this noble gesture we weren't ready for the floods of phone calls that would come our way from people that had heard about what we do every month and because of that they want us to be their plumber instead of anybody else we often hear about how doing good deeds rewards you in mysterious mysterious ways but this one wasn't even mysterious our family first customers became some of our loudest cheerleaders when it came to referrals on social yeah, media so, yes. um, even people who had never used our services before, but had only heard about our family first program began to refer our company to their family and their friends. And again, on social media,
1: just like we talked about,
0: yeah, just like we were saying. And, and so one of the thing, and, and we weren't prepared for this. One of the neat things that happened overrun
1: is, you a little bit, did it? <laughs> yes.
0: So like within the first two months of business, um, and I've still got screenshots of this because it's just, it, it almost brings tears to your eyes, like how well it, it was received in the first two months of business. It, you know, every, every city out there has got like a community page on Facebook yeah. and in within two months, somebody would make a post on that. One of those pages saying, Hey, I need a plumber. Who should I call? and all of a sudden they started referring our company at an incredible rate. And usually usually you'll get 10 or 12 responses and it'll be like eight or 10 different companies. Maybe a company gets mentioned twice, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, one of the things that happened is as our community adopted this program from us so well that we were getting referred at a rate of 6 to 1 over any other company in our community. And it was. Those are great numbers. It it almost felt like we were cheating. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you. It, it
1: felt like you were cheating, but it also, at the same time, humble punched you right in the face. You it, know, like,
0: oh my god. It, well, the reason it felt like we were cheating is because when you make the decision to donate one entire day every month to the community, it's you nothing. think That's it's gonna. Nothing. Well, now That's I know really it's nothing. nothing you know? Now I know it's nothing. But ahead of time, at you think time, it's like risky, oh, and it. you're gonna bury you, and so. I made that decision not knowing what was gonna happen, and then all of a sudden, look what happens. Now we're like flooded with work because the yeah. community wants to take care of somebody who takes care of the community. And so over the next few months, we were we were like flooded with work. And, and this is part of how we hit our goals that we hit in the first yeah. three months of business. Um, another cool thing that we did was as we would approach, so people knew about this program, and sometimes that first business day of the month, it would fill up naturally. We would have people email us throughout the month and we would get them on that first day schedule. Some months we would show up to that first day, maybe we're a week and a half out. and you know my wife, she does all of our, uh, all of our office work and answers the phones and everything else. She would text me throughout the day and she's like, hey, I'm looking ahead on the first day of the month and it's pretty empty. We still have a lot of room. And so what I would do is I would go onto the local community pages, and I would when inter- you say community pages, what like, do you mean? Like on on social media or Facebook. Okay, and and I would introduce myself. You know, hey, I'm I'm Mitch with with. Smedley Plumbing. Smedley Plumbing. If you forgot it's Smedley yeah. Plumbing. <laughs> and I'm not trying to name drop our business here. No, but, I know you're not. Um, I'm just you know, I would say, you know, hey, I'm Mitch I'm with Smedley Plumbing. A little bit. And and we do this really cool thing every month where we dedicate the first business day of the month to taking care of our community. So if you know of anybody in the community that has necessary plumbing repair needs but simply no way to afford them, let us know. And and how we would ask that they let us know, we we wouldn't ask that they comment on those posts because that can be really embarrassing. Like, yeah, nobody wants to admit publicly on social yeah. media that they need the. assistance. They would have
1: to call or email, and
0: we we did it all through email. Yeah, um, just you know, kindly send an email to, and we gave them the email address, and they would email us. And and how did you call those? Co- so if so, and, they they. And would I e- don't
1: mean to get off track, but say someone's um, say. I had a grandmother mm. that didn't want to, she was too ashamed to say I needed my water heater replaced. Yeah. But then I heard about it and I said, hey, in the email. So how would you contact that grandmother and say, hey, I'm coming to do your shit for free?
0: We would simply ask the customer like, okay, they, they would tell us, you know, grandma's probably not going to want us to do that. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean and, by this. And so we would ask them like, well, we're willing to. So is it better if you call grandma or should we call grandma? And, and sometimes it was both. Like, they would call Grandma, and Grandma would still say no. And then we would call Grandma, and Grandma would start crying and be like, I told her not to tell you. And yeah. it's like, well, it's too <laughs> late. <laughs> <Sorry>. And <clears throat> I've got you penciled in for like 10 to noon on that first day. I'm coming, girl. Like, we, we you <laughs> almost have to be assertive. Yeah. Because one of the weirdest things about people
1: People are proud, and they don't want help. Right. Because they don't want pity, and they don't want shame, and they think that they have- And And and, there's nothing wrong with that because especially if they're older people. Yep. You know, they've gone their whole lives without ever asking or needing to ask for help.
0: Right. So what's weird about the types of, like, this is how you know you're in a genuine scenario of somebody who needs this. They're usually going to be downplaying the severity of their own position. Yeah. And they're going to say something like, you know, I really appreciate what you're doing and I know there's probably some other people out there who need this more than I do. So I really appreciate that you're taking care of me. Yeah. And they're humble about it. I didn't, I didn't plan on telling the story, but I will, um, our like third month in or fourth month in, We got notified of a lady who hadn't had usable bathrooms in her house for two years.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: She had a drain line clog that affected both of her bathrooms, but her kitchen sink.
1: Like in her basement or out in in the yard? No,
0: in her house. Okay. Um, Her kitchen sink worked just fine and her laundry worked just fine, but her bathrooms did not drain. Oh, so she had been going to the neighbors to shower and she had been using the restroom at the gas station down the road for oh two my years. God. How old is this lady? Can I ask you? That? Uh, Yeah, she's she was probably in her late 50s, mid 50s, maybe. Um, OK. And so mm. um, we got told. So the person who tipped us off to her was her neighbor, the one that she was using the shower. Yeah. In. OK. And so we called her up and told her we would love to take care of her, her stuff. And she's like you know, long story short, a plumber went out there to take care of it, charged her 600 bucks, never got it fixed, said he was going to leave and go get some parts and then just never showed back up. And that was the last $600 she had. Brutal. And so we, we went out there and this was again, back when I was still by myself before we had a team of guys. And, um, um, it took me about four hours of working with a drain auger and replacing some drain lines, but we got her back up and going. And that's it. She, 2
1: years. 2 years. 2 years, right, right. For and 4, four hours. hours of
0: work and she's back going, right? Makes and, me sick to my stomach. And and so <clears> she was speechless. She was so uncomfortable about what we did. She didn't even know she didn't even know how to respond. About 5 hours later, I get a phone call from an out-of-state number and I answered it and and he called my personal phone because when I'm headed to a customer's home, I call their I call him from yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my phone to say I'm heading your way. Yeah. He called my personal phone. Because so it's I, early on. You know? yeah, yeah. And so I answered it, and and uh, and he said, hey, I understand you were at this customer's house earlier today. I said, yeah. And he goes, well, I want to let you know that's my mom. And and this guy started like crying on the phone because he felt so bad for his mom being in that position, but he himself wasn't in a position to pay a plumber to come out and get his mom's stuff back oh. up and going. So – Brutal. Um, that one was really cool. Uh, the a month later, we got introduced again. A neighbor called us and said, "Hey, my neighbor. He comes over every day and gets two five-gallon buckets of water oh, from my shit. spigot outside, and he he does this every day. He doesn't have water in his home.
1: And they were letting him do it. Obviously. And, they, and obviously, and they, they were, were letting cool, him. Yeah, you know.
0: And so he, they give us his number, and they said, we 'We've already told you we were gonna call him.'" And, and let you know so he's expecting your call. And and they said, We don't know what you're getting into. And so um we we go over there and come to find out he hasn't had hot water in three years. Oh fuck. He hasn't had running water in his home for two years. And it wasn't because he wasn't paying bills. It was his hot water tank busted. And so he oh, so had, he to, he had to turn off. it off. Right. And then he started getting water line leaks, and the leaks were bad. Like, they got bad enough to where he had to turn the water off, and then he would turn it on when he would use it, and then he would turn it back off.
1: Unfinished basement, I'm sure. I'm uh, it was like a, like a cellar type basement. Yeah. And oh, so, man. So
0: then the leaks got so bad that he had to turn it off. Well, and obviously he doesn't have much money, and so he called the water department and said, just turn my water service off because I can't turn it on. So they turned his water service off, and then like a month later, the health department shows up to evict him from his home because it's against health code to live in a house without running water. Yeah. And their metric for that is do you have water service or not? Yeah. So he turns his water service back on. He's paying the minimum monthly fees every month, yeah. not using a drop of water, just so he doesn't get evicted.
1: Yeah, like fifteen bucks a month, he's paying for right. a meter charge.
0: That one was a special case because it took me like two and a half days of work. So I went out there one day and I I did a lot of work. He still didn't have water back. Um, I went out there another day and replaced his water heater and got all of his water back going. But he was still there was a problem with his water line outside that the city was still threatening to shut him off for. And so like I had after the meter before the house, was it leaking or what? No. Um, he was missing some like meter covers and stuff. Oh, come so come on, dude. The, yeah. And so the wa- I,
1: first off the water department, you know, I know,
0: they're picky, dude, this is a joke, but I'm going to, you know what I had, a am not going to say anything. Yeah,
1: I had a leak and district 13 fucking screwed me <laughs> and I, I'm not going to, but I'm not going to say anything. So, Just,
0: so I had to make another trip back out there to keep his water on and replace a couple of water meter lids and stuff like that. Uh, that was in a November. Um, the following December, Christmas Day, my phone rings, and it's Chuck. It's, it's that guy, <laughs> and and he's known as Chuck. I mean, it's his name. Okay. But like, right. if if right. I if all I right. go all tell right. my wife Chuck called, she knows hey, exactly what I'm hey, talking Chuck's about. Hey, Chuck's on the phone. Okay, yeah. all right. Chuck called on Christmas Day, because he was just so happy. That his shit it's, was working. It's his first Christmas in like three or four years where Man. he had running water. I can like, see
1: your eyes getting red. Oh yeah, like no, I, it, I love it. No, that's it is. This is the part of
0: it is community
1: cool. involvement that right. people don't understand how you can feel when you do things for people, right. and we're not talking. This goes beyond business. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? I don't want to get all biblical or anything like that. But if you are in a situation where you can do things for people, yep, fucking do it. Yeah, do things for people, man. You can help people and it not cost you a lot of money, but save them a ton of money.
0: It has to start when you're small. Right now, currently, our company is a team of three plumbers, and we're getting two old guys and you. We're getting ready two to old add. Guys? A, I,
1: I don't know what it is. Getting ready to
0: add another. <laughs> I can't imagine what it would take to start something like that now, but I can guarantee you it's a whole lot easier to start. When you're small. When you're small. For sure. So for sure.
1: And you know what, let's just why we're talking about that. Do you remember when I first started out mm -hmm. and, uh, I did that golf tournament for, was your wife working for them at the time? I can't remember what it was exactly, but Mitch's wife was working at a place or volunteering at a volunteering place, place yeah. and Mitch calls me and says, Hey, do you think you want to be part of this golf tournament? It's like $200. And I'm thinking, you know, what am I going to do? Blah, blah, blah. We talked about it a little bit and he says, you know, you can sponsor a team. I think it was a thousand dollars. You could sponsor a team, get your name on a couple of holes Right. And, I mean, we're talking small time. Yeah. Okay, yeah this yeah. is super small time. I, I literally had been in business for like maybe two months and, and Mitch calls me, I think it was a thousand dollars, you know, for a team. And I said, I, you know, I hem hauled him back back and forth about $200, $1,000, $200. I mean, for me at the time, it was a lot of money. Right. You know? And I, I said, you know what? I said, yeah, I, I said, I'll do it. I'll, you know, I'll sponsor a whole team and that gate got my number on uh, one hole. I think it was actually two holes. It was two holes, and then I got to invite four guys to go with me. I had no guys. Right. So I took Mitch, and I took my friend Dustin, and I took your neighbor. Yeah. I think this right or I, I mean, no one could see, but I yeah. think it was this – I didn't know who he was because I didn't know who else to – you know, none of my friends could get off in the middle of the week to go play golf. Right. And um, And it wasn't – you know, it was a lot of money for me at the time, and I and I did it, and we had a great time. Mm-hmm. You know, we drank beer all day, and you know, we played golf. It rained. Do you remember?
0: It rained. You get to flirt with the beer girls. Yeah, of, <laughs> that's, yeah, of course. That's what you do when a golf girl
1: when you're, you know, a creeper, Mitch? Um, but I felt my wife was
0: the beer girl. By the way, was she? Yes. Oh, Damn,
1: <laughs> girl. Damn. But I felt, you know, at the time, I thought it was going to be a big deal and I thought it was going to be all this money and I wasn't sure about it. And, you know, I, and I gave that $1,000 and we had, I mean, we had a great time. Right. We It was, you know, delayed because of the rain and, and um, we sucked. I think we took, like, Third oh, yeah. from last there's always ringers last. in those tournaments yeah and if you've ever seen Mitch play golf you know what I'm talking about he's awful <laughs> but and none of us were good but we had a great time but the satisfaction that I had when we were done mm-hmm. and you know even a week later I mean I just I felt so good and that was my first community involvement experience right you know and it was forced upon me and I was I'm happy now that it was right you know and 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 I, I bet you, I got, I got ten calls probably off of that. Yeah. And I never thought, you know, I thought that's, that's just money down the drain because they're trying to raise money for a charity, and I was fine to pay it. Right. But I did. I, you know, I got ten calls off of that, or, you know, I could go back and look, but I, it was between ten and fifteen calls, and I, you know, I made my money back plus.
0: Well, and, and so the. But
1: the feel My point is the feeling that I had and the connection that I felt with those people that I didn't know mm-hmm. was better than the money I made from those calls later.
0: Right. The so that's the difference between community advertising and community involvement. Like Yeah. There were there were people at that tournament that bought advertising on holes that didn't show up at the tournament. They didn't invest themselves personally, so therefore yeah. they weren't involved, right? They just advertised at the thing. Yeah. They may lie to themselves and call that community involvement. Oh, I donated to a charity by advertising on a whole. Okay, whatever. It's not community involvement. Yeah, we community sat there involvement for, is you yeah. involved in your and community. We, and
1: we sat there for a two hour rain delay, you know, right. and, and shot the shit. And I talked, you know, to people I'd never met before. Yep. And for you to put yourself out there, Yeah. that's really what community involvement is about. Yeah. And I was so. I, I was so proud to be a part of it.
0: Yeah. So like with our family first program, we've, we were so dedicated to that. We did that. Like we opened our doors on August 1st. Yeah. The first business day in August. <clears throat> now that, that was the rules for our program. First business day, August 1st, 2020 was a Saturday. <laughs> so the first business day of our program, which was the following Monday, we were doing family first work. We, we wouldn't know what a month looks like without family first work. Uh, even ironically, is the day we're filming this podcast, my wife messaged me today. What is today? I don't know. um, my wife messaged our pro- me
1: our producers off of it it's january twenty seven <laughs>
0: <laughs> My wife messaged me today <laughs> and said, "Hey, we got February first coming up um we don't have any stuff going, but our schedule's like slammed. Are we doing family first work and I'm uh, yes. yes. Like, hey, you know what? If you we, want to
1: come to my house, I have a couple of things yeah. you could do.
0: <laughs> we don't not do it, right? We don't know what a month looks like without it. And so, um You have this, to
1: commit. If you're gonna commit to do something like that, yeah, commit to do it.
0: We've we've never turned a customer down for it. And so as as our staff grows, our initiative grows, that's kind of cool. We're able to take care of even more. Um Do you now let me ask you a question. So when you say family first on that day, mm-hmm.
1: um, if you get do you try to take as many as you can handle that day? So, so now that you have, you did, now that you have employees. So before it was obviously you're probably doing one. Well, so you're probably doing one a month. But now you have on that day. Mm-hmm. Now you have,
0: is it three guys, two yeah. guys, and you? So okay. three guys. Three guys.
1: Um, are you trying to do three on that day, or no, or, no, no, or how are you handle it?
0: We block out the whole day. Okay. So, as many
1: as you can do, whatever the, you
0: can do. The most I have done personally was seven service calls in one day, all free of charge. Okay. Um, ironically, the timing with the pandemic and some of the uh, uh financial incentives that have been sent out through the pandemic and stuff like that, believe it or not, the demand for some of this family first work has dropped a little bit because, because people, people have a little money to do it, they've been given <laughs> some stimulus money and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, but we still seek out every month to make sure that that day is as full as we can make it. I just talked to a, my 40th birthday was last Friday and I spent it at a blue Springs chamber of commerce annual banquet. Did um, I, text, I text you? I yeah, text okay. you. Okay. Yeah, I did. But, um, I, I
1: got a thank you with an asterisk and we're not going to talk about there, it. <laughs> there,
0: there was a pastor that we were sitting with at the table and my mind immediately goes to, uh, he might help get us some more family first work. So here I am chatting with him about our program, oh, sure. trying to get some more family. Like It's something I actively do to seek out to make sure that that program's out there. So um, this this program for me is so important that I have this vision one day that we will make such an impact on our community that eventually our community will name something after this program. And it may sound conceited or a little selfish, like "Oh, I want something named after me or this program." No, it's
1: taken a lot of work to get there.
0: Any community center that's named after somebody, that somebody deserved that, right? Yeah, they they made such an impact on their community; they they deserve that.
1: You know what, and I hate why why we're just talking about that. You know, I hate when people are saying, when people say, oh, well, all he did was write a check for a million dollars. Right. Are you freaking kidding me? The guy. (laughs) Let's see you do that. Whether he earned that, whether his parents earned that, whether he did that, that money is going to help so many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares what the freaking name on the building is? Right. Be grateful that that's happening in your community. Yeah, my
0: my goal is not for selfish reasons, but it's mm-hmm. it's impact reasons, right? If if you ever see a street or a community center or a monument or anything named after somebody, it's because that person significantly changed the landscape of that community. Yeah. And and I want that for this program. I want there to be you know. Years down the road, for us to be able to look back on this program and talk about how many people's lives we were able to help and how many dollars in plumbing service work that we were able to donate. And, Do you and keep track else. of all that? I keep track of it for later. All. And, and That's it, good. I I don't keep. It sounds tra-
1: conceited, but it's it's good. That well, you keep track of that stuff.
0: I, I keep track of it because it helps, personally it helps send the message back to myself that we're making a significant yeah, impact. Look what we've done in in the first six months of doing it. We donated fourteen thousand dollars back to the community through this work so name me another business that donated 14,000 another one-man business that donated 14,000 dollars to their community in their first six months this is
1: just like when um so say you don't have any retirement and all of a sudden you get a big chunk and you're like okay i'm gonna put 60,000 dollars in this ira for later The fact that you can see that is momentum and inspiration to keep on moving. Right. And to just, you know, if you can go back and look and say, oh, 14,000, all right, fuckers, Um, next month we're doing 18. Right. And the next month we're going to be 25. Right. That that visualization of this is what I've done and I can keep going. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the reason to keep track of those things.
0: Let's what's, go. What's know? wild is I've never mm. run 7 service calls in a day on normal days.
1: Oh shit, I run like The more
0: <laughs> service calls, the most service calls I have ever ran in a day was on a day where I wasn't getting paid for it.
1: Hey man, that's so, good.
0: Yeah. Um
1: and you know what? Let's talk about just the pride situation. A lot of people will think, "Oh, uh, well he's just, you know, people are building themselves up and we're doing de- Damn right. Well, no, damn right is in I'm going to help as many people as I can. And I'm not ashamed to say I helped these people.
0: Right. Because that has inspired someone else to help those people. Right. Let's do it together. And look what it's evolved into now. Exactly. Now we're talking about it on a podcast and hopefully inspiring a lot of other people to do it. Damn right. So, um, my question for everybody else out there is what are you going to do? For your community, yeah, I have
1: I have personally pushed this episode probably twenty minutes longer than it should have been. That's all right.
0: That's all right. But I,
1: when you say, "I'm proud of you,"
0: yeah, when, when, I'm proud of me. When people
1: <laughs> when people are doing things for their community, I mean, it's fuck yeah, man. It's get it's it. good stuff. Let's get it. So inspire someone else.
0: If if you have a direct to customer service-based business most likely you can do your service if you mow lawns cut hair painting power washing deck building um, roofing windows photography portraits landscaping snow removal concrete work flooring hvac plumbing electrical you could keep going forever yeah you can find ways to do that for your community now we're not going in like extreme home makeover and giving people like total bath remodels. We're performing necessary plumbing repairs,
1: real world things. That right, you it, can do real world things for no money. Right, and help someone.
0: Right. So, um, if you're if you're a deck builder, you may be just rehabbing somebody's deck enough to make it safe. You might be not rebuilding their deck and, and making it like Maybe the best thing they've ever seen.
1: Three two by tens. Maybe
0: it's the stairs. To ke- like, yeah, something simple, right? So uh, take hair care for example. I- I've never seen this done, but it would be freaking cool to do. You could dedicate the first day of every month to cutting hair of members of the community who can't afford a haircut.
1: You know what I've seen before. I'm just, just real quick example. I have seen. Um, so like really old ladies when their hair. And this is gonna sound awful, but it makes them feel good when they're yeah. when their hair is getting thin. It's one of the last things they, they have in some, life to hang on. And to. And they want some color, you know. Man, if they can go to a place mm-hmm. and that place does it for super cheap, yep. or or free and I've seen them and I'm not going to yep. I'm like, "Man, you have changed their life yeah. literally for a for 2 months." Yeah. And if you could just keep doing you know, 10 ladies hair once a month for two I mean, can and, you imagine how much better they feel about
0: themselves, and, and maybe like when let's they're say, out there. Let's say you're a hair person. Maybe it's not once a month, right? Maybe it's like before holidays or before, yeah. before prom or before or like a funeral, or right. a um a wedding, right, right. It,
1: it, you know, everyone we take. For,
0: There's a lot of stuff we take for granted that there yes, are people in you. this community you knew that can. Uh, what I was going to say. So thank you. It's funny yeah. you say that. What inspired me to do this? I, again, I've got 20 years in the industry and and from working for other companies we would show up at, at service calls where maybe our our service charge to come out was like 89 bucks there were people that had saved for months just to pay the service charge yeah so that they could get a price to learn what it was going to take to fix it yeah there those people will never ever be able to afford to fix their issues and so at, at those other companies, those people were looked at like a problem. They were looked at like, why are they cluttering our schedule? They're filling our schedule and taking the place of a paying customer Don't and all of this. Don't think of it like that. And I completely went the other way. And and, and this is actually, so I had this vision and it came God, to God, I hate
1: that I envy you right now.
0: Right. So <laughs> what happened was like, okay, if you can't, like just being real, if you can't eliminate I know, I if you can't eliminate that type of person from calling you for your services that can't afford it, why not focus them all on one day of the month and then just do just it Just get of it charge? done.
1: Just get it done.
0: From those 20 years of the industry, <clears throat> half of the repairs that those people needed might have only taken 20 minutes. Yeah. And and meanwhile, those those plumbers are spending twenty minutes explaining to their boss why they couldn't make a sale or something like, mm. like it's it's BS. And so you know what? And that's a, I went the complete opposite with. I that. don't want to get into societal problems. Right. Let's be honest. That's yeah. a fucking problem right now. And that's why I believe every business out there has a moral and ethical obligation to give back to their community they in should. some way, shape, or you form. You know earlier. what?
1: And if it, it and if you and I on this stupid ass podcast can can turn our small little community into a bunch of guys that do that it's a success right if i got to fucking come over here and deal with you <laughs> for <laughs> 200 episodes and i make <laughs> no money on it but that happens right i'm okay with it i mean it's just it's very inspirational.
0: So, so one last thing, and this is why this is in a this is in a, a step that you need to work I, through and prepare. I completely lost track of where we're supposed to be. You're off base, at. but that's all right.
1: I I've completely lost track. We have are this, off the rails.
0: This is a great way to introduce your new business to the marketplace. Oh man! So, <clears throat> how many times have you seen again on some of those community community pages or, or social, excuse me, social media pages? Somebody comes up and says, hey, I'm opening a hair salon, and we cut hair better than everybody else, and you should really use us, and here's our phone number, call us. And nobody calls them because everyone's heard that before, right? They they barely even read it. Yeah. But if you introduce your business. I've got it. (laughs) If if you introduce your business to the market by saying something to the effect of, hey, this is, you know, killing it hair salon or whatever you want to call your hair salon. First off.
1: I've never heard that. That's a great name for a hair salon. <laughs> killing it. Marcus. Killing it hair salon. Yeah.
0: Um, Dude. So Killing it. So. I love it. Y- you introduce yourself and you say, hey, we do this really cool thing where on you know this day of the month or that day of the month or whatever, we we cut hair for people in the community who can't afford it. And so if you want to sign up for that, here you go. Well, guess what? Now you have everyone's attention yeah. and you're going to have a flood of people wanting to take you up on that offer. But also, you're going to have a whole bunch of people who are looking for a hair salon and didn't really know who to use. But all of a sudden, now they know who to use because they want to use the company that is invested back into their community. So um, I've come up with a little hashtag uh, for this whole thing that we're talking about here. And I'm going to start using it from today forward as well. Um, as we just mentioned, uh, the date of this podcast is airing. We next week we have another family first day. What is today? Uh, today's the twenty seventh. We say that?
1: Did we say that earlier? It's January twenty seventh. Yeah,
0: so we have February first coming up, and we're going to be doing some family first work. And so um, I always share the photos of that family first work on our social media. Um, yeah. I don't share the people, but I'll maybe share the new water heater we put in yeah. or whatever. But in all, all, all uh, for me, I always hashtag it family first because that's the name of our program. But for our listeners out there, I want you to use the hashtag find the need, fill the void. Find the need, fill the void. Right. I like it. And hashtag so
1: find the need, fill the void.
0: This is going to do two things. When you open your business and some <clears throat> somebody who doesn't know any better reads that hashtag... They're going to know exactly what you mean. They know that you're seeking out and searching for a need, and that you're purposefully filling that void. Right? However, this hashtag's never been used before. I researched it. It's of not course used you did. It, right? Mitch is kind so,
1: of if you haven't figured it out by now, kind Mitch of a nerd. Kind of a
0: nerd, and it's
1: yep. you know what though, it's okay.
0: But this is where the cool part comes in since nobody's ever used this hashtag before, the only people that will ever use it are people that listen to this show. Find the need, fill the void. So if you ever see somebody use this hashtag, You know they're listening. I want you to reach out to them and tell them congratulations on your community involvement work. It's obvious that you listen to the void. And I'm proud of you. Yeah. If I see people using this hashtag, I will reach out to them and do the exact same thing. Because, again, no businesses do this. We're we're in a market where there are probably one hundred plumbing companies in oh, our market. Shit. If if not more.
1: Oh yeah. I was gonna say you might be low,
0: man. There are no plumbing companies Let's doing be
1: straight too. I'm not a plumber. I don't work with Mitch. Nope, nope. I don't I don't do plumbing, but he's right. I right. mean, there is there is a shitload
0: right of plumbing companies. So again, that hashtag is hashtag find the need fill the void. Find the need, fill
1: the void. Yep. I like it. It kind of, you know, kind of rhymes. Yeah. Gets you together. That's a little long for a
0: hashtag, you know, but it'll work.
1: And let's be honest here. You know, when I see hashtag, Mitch and I are the same age, everybody. I am. I'm forty. Mitch just turned forty.
0: Dave's older than I am mentally. He's an old soul.
1: I'm. A, first off, in real life, I'm older, <laughs> and in soul counting, I'm way older. But he's gonna have to sit down to me, and I'm gonna start. I'm going to have to explain
0: to Dave what a hashtag is. He's
1: inspired me to start doing these things that we have talked about. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really good. And I mean, we're going to wrap up the episode here, you know, um, but this community involvement is, you know, it's close to my heart about, you know, just the amount of people that you can help without spending a lot of money. Right. I mean, it's, people need to do it. And we need to get back to the old ways of, Your community takes care of your community. Helping each other out. You know, when Tom, I have, I literally have two neighbors. I live out on a little bit of land. I got a guy across the street and a guy next to me. Tom came over to me and his wife and said, hey, can you help me replace my kitchen sink? Sure, man, yeah. Right. Have you bought it? You know, what do you got? Oh, yeah, I got it all. I go over there. Of course he doesn't have it all. Right, I've got some parts. I go to Home Depot. I'll do the. How much do I owe you? You don't owe me nothing. Right. We're friends. We're neighbors. Right. And neighbors help each other out. Yep. And that's that's really what this is about. And again, we being involved where you're at right now. This entire you know nationality mindset we have of you know what's going on over here and what's going on over here and yeah. You've got to be present in your community
0: where you're at right now. What's going if on? If you
1: really want to make changes and and help people in your community.
0: Yeah. You can't make a, a change nationally until you know how to make a change locally. Damn right. So this is going to teach you to be a better person, but it's also going to better the community that you live in. So, um, guys, that... That pretty much sums up yeah, today's Yeah, we had wrapped show. this episode up. We've been it, rolling it, it for ran a while. long. That's okay. Um, remember, <laughs> if you like what you're hearing on the show, please do us a favor and help share the void with somebody who might also want to start their own company. Um, we're, we're not paying to advertise this show. We're letting this show grow organically, and it can be pretty damn scary to watch somebody um, post on Facebook that they're seeking some advice for starting their business, and some of those responses are just plain... Wrong, damn um, You know, a lot of the comments are coming from really narrow-minded people, and and you don't even know if those people have ever even started a company before. So, um, if if you feel that that person could be uh, receiving benefit from our show, just drop a link to whatever episode you're listening to. Just drop that link on the show, and um, you, the episode you're listening to right now. You could hit the share button and copy the The link to that show, and then just save it and drop yeah, it in Yeah, get it right to them, and then
1: and then if they want to go back and listen,
0: yep, you know, yep, to the first episodes. So, um, that's um so much again, better. we're on we're on Spotify, we're on YouTube, we're on um, Apple Podcasts. Um, we also have a, a Facebook page called uh, uh, Podcast The Void. Um, so, again, we'd really help uh, appreciate you guys helping us out, get this message out in front of everybody who needs it. So uh, that's all we have for this week, everybody. Uh, uh, we'll talk to you later, and we'll see you next week. Love you guys. See ya. Peace.